Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Thursday, the 1st of October. This should have been a day bursting with significant new economic information, but it turned out to be a damp squib. In particular, the quarterly Bank of Japan Tankan report is one of the largest and most detailed surveys on what's happening within corporate Japan, and consequently almost always has something interesting and new to tell us. Usually. Not this time, however, with the survey reporting that conditions for both manufacturers and non-manufacturers were miserable this quarter, but slightly less so in the second quarter, and they were expected to continue to be miserable or slightly less so in the next quarter. Peering into the details brought no sign of deviation from this consensus in any particular aspect or industry, be it on sales, profits or capex. The US also had a busy day of reporting not very much. The only thing which stood out was the increasing inflation in prices paid by manufacturers reported in September's ISM survey. That found that the prices paid index rose 3.3 points to 62.8, which was the most inflationary since October 2018, with 15 out of the 17 sectors reporting paying, paying higher prices and only two paying lower. What this is recording is the supply shock associated with the pandemic beginning to kick in again, just as the initial demand shock is replaced by a rebound in US demand. And if you look at the comments accompanying the survey, uh, that shows through. They include uh, a computer and electronics sector person saying, quote, still struggling with long lead times for components coming from China. Or there's a transport equipment sector comment, business is booming and the supply chain has been caught off guard. The resin industry, along with plastics, is driving cost increases and scarce availability. And the wood product sector, raw material shortages are starting to impact overall supply. So with all that going on and, and being not very exciting, we're thrown back on the spate of markets global manufacturing PMIs for September. Since the twitches in these numbers mean very little, I struggle to cover them convincingly. However, if you aggregate the multiple reports, and there were 12 that we're looking at at the moment, you get the general picture. The average for those released today and yesterday rose 0.6 points to 52.1, suggesting a steady, mild improvement in conditions. Although you're paying for that with a little bit more volatility, the standard deviation between countries rose to 3.1 points in September from 2.2 points in August. Within that global picture, Europe's PMIs averaged 53.1, up 1.1 point from August, with the standard deviation unchanged at 2.3 points. Not bad. Asia, however, inched up only 0.3 points to 50.9, barely back in perceptible growth. Although here, we've also got a wide variation with a standard deviation of 4 points, up from 2.2 in August. Within Asia this month, the best news was from India, up 4.8 points to 56.8, and the worst was from Indonesia, down 3.6 points to 47.2. As for the big two, the US was up 0.1 point to 53.2, and China was down 
0.53. So as we can see, there's not really much sign of any genuine decoupling of economic experience showing. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin, perhaps by recommending it to your colleagues. And if you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thank you.